0: Jen from Arlington wants to know, uh, Teresa, if your dad has ever officially hooked up with Melissa's mom. No. No, no. they just they, play. they just love each other. That's nice. Yeah, they just play. They're like best friends. That's sweet. Housewives Relatable listeners, it's your girl, Stella, coming to you once again to talk about it all. (laughs) Welcome back for another episode of Housewives Relatable. It's Thursday today, and I'm super excited to dive into our last episode of New Jersey. But first, I would like to say that I don't want any bravo celebrities to get mad or take things personal when I state my opinion. You have chosen to be in the public eye, we follow your lives on TV, and although we may be fan of yours, or I may be a fan, it doesn't mean that you're not going to be subjected to fair criticism. Seriously, in my personal life, I don't always agree with most of my close circle, so it would be completely unrealistic to expect for me to shortchange my honesty on my own podcast i don't claim to know the truth or to even know any of you personally i've already said that i don't have an agenda and i'm not on 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 anyone's payroll so what i choose to share with my listeners is according to my own perspective and it's meant to be more introspective There's already a lot of um, dedicated accounts, profiles, podcasts, channels out there that are doing just that. There's a lot of divisiveness, constant negativity, people that are shouting and writing insults. It's not my approach, and and it will never be. You know, I have stated before that I may like a particular housewife, but you know, in my own personal opinion, I think that she's on TV. She can be criticized as well. And I'm not going to always agree with one person. I can see all sides. So honestly, in all fairness, what I aspire to do is to be honest and fair. Okay. So to those who have personally reached out to me in my DMs, um, I just wanted to Uh, let you know that uh, thank you for understanding the game and uh, for those that have been very gracious to me um, I understand that you know my opinion is my opinion everybody has one so that's what makes the world go round and for those that are unhappy I want to thank you for listening anyways (laughs) so speaking of approach before we dive into the episode I actually wanted to um, bring up something because I saw Margaret Josephs, she gave an interview recently with a YouTuber, and when asked about her former BFF of 40 plus years, um, that is currently doing a lot of interviews, Margaret responded that Laura was doing interviews with low-level people, podcasters, YouTubers, you know, low-level YouTubers. So I can understand that Margaret is irritated with her former bestie. However, Margaret, you should be careful how you address the people that are fans of the show. Whether you like it or not, the people you insult keep you important. They keep you relevant for most of the year after the season has ended. Because in all fairness, according to my own eyes, you're not the most fascinating housewife out there. And the viewers know very little about you. So maybe next time, thank the low level person that keeps you relevant all right did you happen to catch the housewives on the after show after the episode on tuesday first i have to compliment dolores on her looks okay to me she looked absolutely stunning like she kind of looked like sophia lorraine you know i i'm all for it like i love the tan the darker hair i like dolores has a dark brunette i feel like most women after a certain age and you know this is not about age of them here um but it's just my personal opinion i find that women um tend to look more youthful with darker hair but Dolores, once again, was simply stunning. She always is, really, right? But um, I I, I caught her on the after show, and I really loved her hair, her outfit. She was all dressed in white. You know, I must admit that um, (laughs) I'm living a little bit for Dolores lately, like right now. After so many seasons of having Dolores on the show, I never really had, like, a particular opinion about her as a housewife. I I find that she flew mostly under the radar and in my opinion, uh, didn't cause a lot of raucous, right? She's just nice and steady. But I would say that um, from what we've seen of her on the show, she has raised some outstanding kids, which is a big testament to her. So I know all too well what it's like to be raised by a single parent, Uh, I've said it before, it's a very tough job and it's not for the faint of heart. So, you know, all the power to you, Dolores, for that. Also, the fact that she finds like all of this time to do charity and help women, help dogs, you know, cancer, like it's, it's really amazing. So Dolores was fired up on the after show. (laughs) Dolores came to play. Okay, she was calling Jackie all all the way out. I totally agree with Dolores. You know, Jackie, (laughs) Jackie never explained to us, the viewers, back on season nine when she joined the show, why she was not on speaking terms with her own sister. I remember when she pretend called her sister on the show and had a conversation with herself about making up um, you know, after 15 years of not speaking, <laughs> this was a very um, Heather DeBro emergency moment. I don't know if you recall that episode in uh, The Real Housewives of uh, the OC. Um, you know, Heather DeBro, she was kind of like in a sticky situation and she pretended that there was a problem with the kids. That's what I think, you know, I think she was called out about that by Tamara because her phone screen was dark, you know, there was no light on the phone. So when Jackie made that phone call back on season nine, um, I don't know, it was very reminiscent of that moment. But um, just I'm just saying, right, like I'm just having a little bit of fun. Your phone was dark, Jackie. <laughs> And uh you know on a more serious note in my experience I find that people that harp the most about something being wrong are often the ones that have the most to hide hmm just saying how long has Jackie been married to Evan anyways I think they've been married for something like 16 years and she keeps on saying that she hasn't talked to her sister in 15 years. I wonder if her sister was... Um, Invited to her wedding with her husband. I I wonder how she would feel if you know people were digging up into her situation like that. We don't really care. Her sister's not on the show. Um, just like Daniel's brother is not on the show. So, plus, we have Teresa, who has been on the show for like 13 seasons, and her brother got on the third season, like Joe Gorga. And we're just starting to learn right now the details of why they have been like feuding uh, for so long. Why they even fell out in the first place? In the first place. So Jackie, just be patient (laughs) with Danielle. (laughs) Okay. So Dolores is seated next to Teresa. Okay. Um. On the after show. And um, during the interview, I already covered this, guys, in my last episode, and I'm not changing my position on this. I feel like Dolores didn't come down, downright, and said it, but to me, she said it with her eyes and with her demeanor. Dolores she does not agree with Teresa's decision not to invite Donna Marco. It's clear as day. You can see her face. You can observe her nonverbal during that um, interview after on the after show. Dolores is kind of just a little bit annoyed. You can tell. She's like, "Listen, we understand you have your history, but she knows that it's like beating a dead horse at that point. She's not going to go toe to toe head to head with Teresa. She knows that Teresa will never see it well she'll never see that she did something wrong when it comes to this she knows the nature of the beast she knows that part of the zoo so honestly i think dolores is just not really stating her opinion too much when it comes to that but if you observe her nonverbal on the show she does not agree with teresa and to be quite honest with you honestly um it doesn't seem like anyone on the cast actually agrees with her on this, including Louie. We'll talk about Louie later on, because there's a lot I want to say about that situation, okay? But just to wrap a bow on the whole Donna Marco debacle, no one agrees with Teresa. Danielle Cabral, you know, you could tell that she's just like, okay, I understand the whole issue with a sibling and all of that, but donna markle really you have a history with her her, te- her delivery is horrible and then you know rachel fuda is basically just like appalled uh she's like i don't understand i only see this woman smile it seems like she's a good person why wouldn't you invite her melissa is mad obviously it's her mom right so that's not surprising um margaret we already know Margaret's uh, opinion <laughs> when it comes to Donna. She loves Donna, so she she doesn't understand Teresa. She doesn't understand Teresa's decision not to invite Donna, right? Jackie and even Jennifer. You know, Jennifer, you could tell with her little her Turkish background, and she gets it. She's just like no, like this is a big no no. But she has to be careful. You know, she's friends with Teresa. Teresa's her bestie. They get they get along they travel together they do things together they see each other outside of the show she has to be careful like i feel like sometimes jennifer is walking on eggshell in that friendship a little bit she doesn't want to upset teresa too much She doesn't want water to be thrown on on her again <laughs> but anyways just to wrap her bow on the donna marco debacle like i said earlier Teresa keeps on saying that she is not close to Donna and she's not close to Therese, uh, Melissa's family and that's the reason why they didn't get an invite. Like uh, That's the reason why Donna and the sisters did not get an invite. But if you recall, Ram- Ramona Singer and Teresa were not close. Okay, In fact, Ramona, she thought she was dealing with the brainless Wizard of Oz character when both her and Teresa appear on ultimate girl's trip together, Ramona insulted Teresa's intelligence on multiple occasions. Ironically, (laughs) Ramona did not even make it to Teresa's wedding. After she leaked the invitation on Instagram, you know, everybody had, and everybody had to find out on Instagram where it was, which date, what time Ramona did that. And then she did not even attend the wedding. Okay. So, um, I'm also kind of like, not really conflicted, but I'm just trying to think. If Melissa and Joe had done this and not invited um, Antonia Gorga Sr., like the mother, like Teresa and Joe's mom, to the wedding, Teresa would never let them live it down, okay? Let's say um, that Melissa didn't feel like, I know it sounds a little bit outrageous, but I I, I have seen worse things, right? In the past, when people are mad, they can do things that are like completely inconsiderate, right? But what I'm saying is, what if Melissa was living, leaving Antonio Gorga Senior out of like maybe not a wedding, but like something else that is like a milestone or important? Teresa would never let them live it down. Heads would roll, right for sure. Teresa, I know Teresa understands this because I think it was season three when kathy and melissa joined the show together teresa went to melissa's house for a play date with the kids and they started talking about kathy and the wakili's and all of that and then teresa said listen to this miss melissa melissa let's see if you're gonna like that right and then she says can you believe that i was kathy's only cousin in america that she didn't put in her wedding and then Melissa was like, well, were you guys okay back then? Like, were you guys cool on good terms? Teresa's was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were, we were, we were, right? So, Teresa was definitely insulted that Kathy didn't ask her to be in her wedding uh, as a first cousin, only cousin at that point, living in America. So, and I get it too, right? I'm just like saying we're blood cousins. You say you're so close to me, you don't put me in your wedding, whatever, you're older. so. How is Teresa not understanding that she should have extended an invite to Donna? But anyways, I already covered this last week. I think Teresa understands the nature of the beast. Plus, how does demoted Jackie get an invite after all of the insults and implication about Gia? I know if it was me, and I know this is a show, I know that you know they're on contracts and there's certain things that they have to do, but at this point, it was pretty much clear that Jackie was not going to make it as a full-time housewife on this show. So how does demoted Jackie get an invite after throwing insults about Gia? I don't care about the analogy. I've said it before. That's not, it was not the right analogy. You leave kids out of it, especially she named Gia, and she named... She, she she attached Gia's name to something like drugs. So no, that analogy will never be okay in my book. So it would be a cold day in hell before I invited a person like Jackie who made such a big accusation about my kids to my wedding. I would fight Bravo on this and I would be like, nope, not this person, I'm sorry. She's not even a full-time um, housewife at this point. Um, This is my wedding. Everybody can make it. I'm even accepting Margaret, (laughs) but I'm not having Jackie at my wedding, right? So, you know, it feels like poor Nona, poor Abuela, Donna Marco, she didn't even rank higher than Jackie on this one let's talk about the hawaiian party the hawaiian party was so much fun to watch you know this is one of the reasons why i love to watch new jersey because of the way they throw it down i have to say the gorgas have always like they always have such a beautiful spread on display like I'm all for that gorga, gorga bread, like the colors, the cannoli bar. I'm not really a dessert person, but I do love cannolis. So. And the little, um, you know, the cigar kiosk and, you know, a lot of uh, nice finishing touches. So the men of New Jersey, they're so much fun to watch. Like, and over the years, we have become accustomed as viewer, you know, to see them really put on a good show. And, um, oh my God, what did you guys think of Bill Aiden's twerking? I thought it was hilarious. The Turk twerk needs work. (laughs) But I'm not mad about it, okay? It was hysterical. I saw a comment online from a viewer that got upset because of the excessive drinking slash frat boy type of party, you know, the viewer said, I'm not going to watch the show anymore because of the men's behavior. <laughs> like the viewer was, like really upset. It's like, I'm unfollowing you. I'm not watching Housewives of New Jersey anymore. Too much drinking, too much partying. I think I'm going to go and watch a different show, right? <laughs> Why are you so upset? Someone in the comment responded okay, yeah, you know you should not watch Jersey anymore. you should go watch documentaries about a documentary about whales and dolphins instead. Whoever wrote this <laughs> whoever wrote this out there I want to say I love you already okay I find people online are just so funny at times but I digress. So now, let's talk about the big elephant in the room. As I heard a lot of different opinions from people regarding this, I think that everyone can have an opinion on this, although I I think it helps a little bit more if you are in a committed relationship or if you're in a marriage, so you can understand the dynamic uh, that comes with it, right? So I was hoping for the Queen of New Jersey to talk about this on her podcast, but so far, crickets. Um, I think I just learned about, like, you know, there was a lot of chatter about mold in the house of her co-star or a co-host. It was about Scandalval and how Melissa Pfister got mad about Teresa not, watching the series friends i have to admit that i never watched one single episode of friends and i'm not going to start i I never got on like it it was never my thing my entire life i never watched one episode of friends and i'm not ashamed to say it going to start so teresa on this you are not alone okay it's just it was never really my thing so so the women they gather at the bar and jen fessler Directly she asked Teresa about Donna Marco and totally confirms. Um, you know, she's trying to confirm if it was an oversight. <laughs> to her surprise, Teresa says that nope. <laughs> Teresa says, nope, it wasn't an oversight. Nope, it was done on purpose. I know what I'm doing, it's not an oversight. So okay. So now you can see that all the women like Margaret, Dolores, Rachel, Fuda, they're trying to explain calmly to teresa why this does not look good on her but teresa she just doesn't care she sticks to her guns then walks in louis louis announces to the group of women for the first time that he had a chat with donna and that he even apologized to her about the decade-long feud with teresa and for not extending an invite to her um, for their upcoming wedding. I believe at that time, the wedding was coming up in four weeks. We then see a clip of Louis hugging Donna and saying to her, please don't hold it like against me, okay? Like I have nothing to do with this. Then it goes back to the current scene uh, with the women at the bar with Teresa. So I just want you, I just want my listeners to pay close attention to the woman, um, to the women' initial reaction when Louis said this. Okay, look at Dolores's face. Look at Margaret's face. Look at Rachel's face and Jen Fessler's face. Like the initial moment when Louis said, "Yeah, I talked to Donna, to Donna, and I apologized to her." Right? Uh, if you watch their initial reaction, they think it's odd. They think it's bizarre, especially Dolores and Jen. You know, we've been watching and studying Teresa's reactions over the years, and we can tell that she was getting hot under the collar about this, and she was not expecting that from Louis. Okay, Teresa, she's really good sometimes at like, keeping like a poker face, but um, she was annoyed. She was not happy. I still think that Teresa should have invited Donna Marco. Okay? You guys know that. I've said this many times. I've said it last week. I'm saying it again. But to me, what Louis did in that moment, I'm not a fan of. I've said this before. I think Louis is a wild card. You just don't go against um, each other's wishes in public when you're about to get married when you're married when you're in a committed relationship that's my opinion you do that stuff privately so your beef is my beef my beef is your beef like kevin hart likes to say my bullshit is your bullshit your bullshit is my bullshit (laughs) i've said this before Louis did this last season, like at last season's reunion when Joe Gorga walked off off the stage and said, um, you know, I quit. I quit after like Jennifer called him a bitch boy a bitch girl. I can't remember which one. And then Teresa co-signed it. Then Joe walks off. Teresa follows him. Louis asks Teresa, what's going on? What's going on? And she, and she kind of just, you know, explains, explains to Louis what happened on, on the set. So Louis says, what do you mean? Joe is like the most involved. Like he's the the guy, the man, the only man who's the most involved in housewife drama. So then Louis follows Teresa and Joe. Um, And at that point you can tell that like Louis is more um, supporting Teresa and probably thinking that Joe is just being a little bit too uh, emotional, dramatic, and theatrical. Then walks in Andy Cohen i really feel like when Andy cohen walked in and said to um to teresa teresa it doesn't make any sense that you're mad at margaret about this for asking the questions because it was out there i was gonna ask louie those questions anyways So your anger is misplaced. I think at that point, Louis had an aha moment and was just like, oh, I need to change my opinion on this now. Like, I think that's just my gut feeling. I think Louis and Teresa walked in together into that reunion thinking that we're going to gun for Margaret. But then when Louis realized that Andy, that's not the approach that he wanted to take, he kind of changed his mind at that point. And then you can even see him talk to Teresa, like, you know, they're walking back on set and he's like, well, you know, you need to listen to your brother a little bit more, right? Uh, You need to listen to people's feelings and acknowledge their feelings, right? Um, But initially, I don't think that that's what he wanted to do, right? I think that that changed during the, the reunion because Louis observes people's Uh, other people's reaction, right? That's just my personal opinion. And I I feel like he did the exact same thing when he was on set with um, Margaret. Teresa went to bat for Louis on that set. She was screaming, she was yelling, she was insulting, she was mad, right? And um, (laughs) Andy asked Louis, oh, like, do you hold Margaret responsible for, like, your misfortunes on the show and for everything that has happened to you? And then all of a sudden, Louise says, no, 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 I don't hold her responsible for that. You can see Teresa's reaction at that point. She's, like, thinking, what the hell are you saying, dude? Like, I've been going to bat for you, right? Like, toe-to-toe with this woman, like, for, like, maybe 12, 15 hours. And now you're saying that you're not mad at her? Like, what does that mean, right? I don't think Teresa was expecting that. That came out of left field for her, right? So anyways, um, I think that Teresa was surprised um, of Louis' reaction, of Louis' decision, you know, to apologize to Donna Marco the same way she was surprised on that reunion set last year, okay? So I kind of get a weird feeling about this. It gives me, like... Kenya and Mark from the Real Housewives of Atlanta vibes. Like, I don't know if you remember at bowling night, there was like Nini, she walked in unexpectedly with Greg after Kenya had invited Greg to the black men's lab, but purposely left Nini out. I don't know if you guys remember that. Don't get me wrong. I love Kenya, but, you know, when you play stupid games, sometimes you win stupid prizes, right? So, although I was happy to see, you know, Mark give Kenya a little check, (laughs) if you remember the commentary by Portia and Eva, it was to die for. Basically, it was like, yep, 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 no, no, no. Oh, you have a beef with her? Well, we're beefing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even need to know what the beef is about, right? I just know that I'm on your side. So just a little advice for Louis: if you agree, if you agree with your wife in public, you can disagree with her privately, but you need to agree with your wife in public, okay? It's either you both apologize to Donna Marco together and invite her together to the wedding. And to be honest, in all fairness, she should have been invited from the very beginning, right? But Let's just say you made a mistake and you wanted to correct, correct this. It's either you talk to Teresa into it before you walk into the party, so then it's not a surprise for her. It's something that you both do together as a united front, right? You don't just decide to do your own thing and try to save the day on camera. <laughs> That's my personal opinion, okay? so. Anyways, next week's episode is going to be such a juicy one. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the sneak peek for next week, but Louis, he wears whose pajamas to make the girls comfortable? I don't know if I understood that correctly. Is he talking about wearing Nono's old pajama or Juicy Joe's old pajamas to make the girls comfortable? it will be an interesting one to see i wonder why or what teresa is fighting about with jackie this time and it seems like we're getting a little bit more details about a quarter million deal gone wrong between louis and joe so i want to hear more about it that's all i got guys thank you again for listening i love you ciao